With spring right around the corner, maybe you like me, you're excited to get out for longer walks and runs, pick up a new book to read outside, or just get out and explore new neighborhoods and food. Or we could do all three wrapped in one. Our friends over at Read and Run Chicago are expanding to nearby Lamont for three different meetups. The group is like a combination running club, book club, and neighborhood tour, and each route in Lamont is about three miles paired with a different book from Pat Camaliere's Corotazi Historical Mystery Series. Afterwards, you'll get to sit down with the author and historian and sample some food from local restaurants. The first run is Saturday, March 23rd. Spots are limited and are going to go fast. So register now at readandrunchicago.com or find the link on their Instagram at readandrunchicago. Yo, before we get into it, in yesterday's episode, we talked all about the governor's decision to pause construction at a tent camp for new arrivals in Brighton Park. Guess what? The state has decided it will not move forward with the plan at all now due to environmental concerns. Remember, this is just days after the city said the site was safe and began construction. And of course, dropped that little 800 page environmental assessment on us. This is a clear setback for the mayor's plans. Keep up with this ever-changing story by subscribing to our newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. If you're not caught up, listen to our episodes from Tuesday and last Friday. Today on CityCast Chicago, tis the season to snuggle up with a mug of something warm, some tasty baked goods, and maybe if you're interested, get a little baked ourselves. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. That's why I've asked master pastry chef and edibles trailblazer Mindy Siegel to give us her recommendations for cannabis treats this holiday season, including tips for the home bakers like myself. It's Wednesday, December 6th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago's talking about. Mindy Siegel is one of Chicago's most recognizable chefs, a master pastry chef, the owner of Mindy's Bakeries, and the namesake behind Mindy's World's Best Tasting Edibles. And I've had them, and I can vouch. Mindy, welcome to CityCast Chicago. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for saying those wonderful things about me. No, we are so excited to have you here. You are clearly, you got the apron on. You are at work. I'm at work. <laughs> Let's start Start somewhere simple, right? What do you think is the best sort of holiday cannabis experience, even if we're not thinking edibles? Is it seeing lights? Is it chilling at a party? Like, what's the perfect blend for you of those two things? Well, nothing screams Christmas to me and holiday to me than sitting in my backyard, okay? Because I did this on purpose. I redid my backyard um, two years ago and I literally bought a 20 foot pine tree. And the reason why <laughs> I bought this was because I wanted to have a Christmas tree every year outside. Come and on. I have a fire pit. And what I do is nothing screams Christmas and cold and fun than sitting around the fire in December, putting lights on the Christmas tree and drinking a hot toddy and smoking a joint. 
Come nothing, on. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I love your energy and the idea that you designed the the backyard, not only for the tree to get that Christmas spirit, get that holiday, get the holiday lights going year round, but also you, you knew in mind, you was like, we going to sit around this boy and cool out and chill. Yeah. And I love it. It's like really special to me. So, um, but also I love eating edibles and I love doing something with edibles and, you know, it's always nice when people come over because I do entertain a lot is just having that little, that little canister sitting somewhere and just like, you know, it's for you. Come on. Enjoy. That's my favorite. I love to to put out a, a, a little plate of joints. That that that's my I thing. Know. I, mean, I mean, you, you talk you talk about your your love for for edibles and 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 hosting, but I mean, not many award winning chefs, at least the time when you had done it, had jumped into the cannabis game, and you did it eight nine years ago. What made you get into it? Was it the love? Was it the market? What what, what was what was you what were you thinking? I thought that. You know, at the time that we were becoming legal with medicinal um, marijuana, my father was very sick and I wanted, I wanted to help people. Basically, I wanted to, you know, I started thinking about, well, why am I in the restaurant industry? Why am I a chef? Why do I cook? Well, I do it because I want to make people happy. And I love doing things for people. And um, I get obsessed over it. And so I thought that like, well, Cresco and I thought like if I could have a brand that was with my name on it, people would feel comfortable. Well, she does it and she has a business and she's successful. So maybe, you know, I'll take her edibles. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a business decision. It was like a heart decision, you know, like an empathy decision. I wanted to help people. You know, it's like people have cancer. People are sick. People can't eat. They can eat an edible. They get hungry. It's like so many things. Yeah. Eating disorders, people with ADHD. It's just everything. People with anxiety, people with existential dread, people who who just yeah. want it. And want to eat edibles. Exactly. I mean, with that with that spirit of, of helping people, when, when you started to think about the edibles you like, the edibles you want to make for people, right? For some people, taste is key. For some people, it's it's the punch. What was most important in your work? Well, first of all, obviously, the taste journey was very important to me. So, you know, we create, I created these flavors and it's just like the process was fun and everything really revolved around like things that I make for dessert. Let's get some examples in here. What were those, what were those testing samples? What are the things you wanted to, to freak? When I did the ideation with the team at Cresco to come up with these flavors, I invited them into hot chocolate and they made dessert. And I made dessert to take, like, to prove my case of why I wanted this flavor. So in other words, like the cherries, it's like everybody has a cherry flavored gummy, but they all taste like medicine. So I was like, well, what if we had a cherry that was poached in like red wine and had vanilla and, you know, like, like tasted good and it tasted like a dessert. So that's what I did. And then the orange, I made I made vanilla bean, like orange tangerine sorbet. I made a, a raspberry, like a berry crisp. And were these desserts on their own? No CBD, no THC? Yeah, just me making desserts. Okay. So you started with the flavors. Yeah. And then we started with the flavor. And then, 
you know, we discussed having these be microdosed for a number, like a number of reasons. First, because everybody has a story about the time that they ate edibles and they literally had a nervous breakdown. So when you're talking microdose, microdose, you're talking like one milligram, two, five milligram. Some people eat that 20 or that 50 the first time. They eat half of it and go, you know what? This brownie doing nothing to me. They eat the other half. And there's the horror story. Well, everybody has a different tolerance. And so I wanted it to be like, well, we started out with five milligrams. So if you want to, if you've never done it before, eat half of it and then just have the evening as the evening. Don't go (laughs) and eat another half. Just do that. And then the next time, you know, well, I'll eat one or that half was perfect for me because I also drank a bottle of champagne or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was great. But we also wanted them to be microdosed because they're so fucking delicious. Yes. Well, for people like you who could probably (laughs) take a lot, well, I'm just going to eat five of them because they're so good. Yes. You know? And they're like candy. Yeah, because I'm I'm gummy bear, gummy worm central. You ask my friends, if nine out of ten times, if you see me, you're like, Kobe, you got some candy on you? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Might have some mindies in my bag. Yeah, me too. I'm the same <laughs> way. I love candy. I, I We have a candy drawer at the bakery. Literally, like, the kids open it, and there's, like, all this candy in it. I do it just because I love candy. So when you're going through these recipes, right, you're starting with the flavor. Obviously, I mean, I've I've had a a, a bunch of different brands of, uh, of edibles all the way down to homemade. It is really hard to get that taste of weed of cannabis like dulled and out of that dominant like flavor palette. Well, there's an easy way to do it. You just have to triple distill it. You have to take the terpenes out of it so that it's just straight THC. So it, it's clear. I was gonna ask, could you share it? And there you go. He was like, here you go. I got you, G. Well, it's clear. <laughs> But uh, but it's expensive. If you notice, if you eat the cherry ones or if you eat the ones that also have CBD in them, you will notice that they have a flavor because that's not triple distilled. The City of Chicago Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection offers a free entrepreneur certificate program for future and current business owners in Chicago. Participants must complete six webinars within six months in designated webinar categories. Graduates are eligible to apply for the CIBC Bank USA Entrepreneur Loan Program, a bank partner with BACP. The longstanding program was created to support startup or early stage small businesses, gain entrepreneur training with important working capital. Since the program launched, more than 1,000 Chicago entrepreneurs and business owners have successfully completed the program. Completing the process is as easy as one, two, three. Number one, register by signing up at chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. Number two, attend six webinars by registering for upcoming webinars at chicago.gov slash BACP webinars. And number three, graduate from the program and you'll receive your digital certificate and information on connecting with CIBC Bank USA. To learn more about the BACP Entrepreneur Certificate Program, please visit chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. Mindy, I really appreciate you making time for us. This is this has uh, really been fun, um, and 
we recently did an episode about potlucks. It was us with the team and we were talking about, all right, if we had to show up to the potluck, what would be our perfect menu? Like if you were coming with some cannabis treats to share to the party, which ones are you bringing? Well, I'm probably making my own Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm probably just bringing brownies, to be honest with you. The classic brownie. Oh, no, feel scotchy. What makes your brownies hit a little bit different? What makes my brownie good? Because it's my recipe. It's my <laughs> recipe. There's nothing different about it. It's just a good old fudgy, achy, in the middle brownie, but it's delicious. And I cut them perfectly into little squares and so that you eat one square and you're fine. Try to get it down that they're like 10 milligrams a square. It's kind of hard to figure out when you don't have calculations, but, you know, who cares? <laughs> Are you still at this point still doing, I've, I've read your story a lot. And one of the things you did is you, you learned through sight. I mean, but this is such a scientific process. Does that change how you approach the kitchen? Um, no. <laughs> it, you know what it's called? You know what it's called? It's called a wing and a prayer. Come on. Wing and a prayer, baby. <laughs> hey, you figured it out to this point. The, the second thing you said outside of the, the classic brownie was an oatmeal scotchy. Yeah, no, or an oatmeal. Those are the two things I put marijuana in. What is a what is an oatmeal scotchy? It's like an oatmeal raisin cookie, but it's really flat and crispy and gorgeous and delicious and lovely and great. I had some dosed chocolate that I had, and um, I it, this was during Passover because I'm Jewish, and I decided to make a flourless chocolate cake with my dosed chocolate. And then I had some leftover. So I served it with dipped strawberries that were with the dosed chocolate. And it was really funny because I brought it to my friend's house. It was just like me and three other people. And we like, you know, took a spoonful of the cake and it was really good. So we took like a couple, you know, spoonful. we got so high. (laughs) So much fun. It was the funnest time. I was going to say Passover for the books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so obviously you you've got your own recipes that you make, but say you're in a time crunch, right? You're a very busy person. If if you had to buy something, uh, you know, outside of your own namesake, do do you have a favorite edible? I like Kiva's gummies. I think they're very good. Um, I like the other brands that Cresco carries, the Wonder and the what is it, Good News gummies. Um Mostly because I like CBN and my gummies don't have CBN in them. And I love CBN and I take them at night, fall asleep. You know, some people here in the conversation, they might be familiar with THC or CBD. What is CBN? CBN is another cannabinoid. Um, and it's like CBG, CBN. There's, there's, I, there's a lot of cannabinoids. And so the THC is the psychoactive cannabinoid, but then there's like, you know, CBD and CBN and CBN has a property in it that puts you to sleep. <laughs> I mean, when you're thinking about infusing a classic treat with cannabis, like if I go and grab your cookbook, Cookie Love, right? Is it as simple as following your recipe and then throwing some concentrate or throwing some 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 butter in? Is, is it that simple? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is just what would be your tips for, for home bakers then? Because, you know, you, you want people to like, again, eat. Maybe they're not working with triple distillate. Right. They well, they only well, got like a, a, I mean, you can buy it at a at a at, you can buy oil at um, a dispensary. 
mm-hmm. and you can just put it in your your cookies or your you know your whatever. The more fat that um, a chocolate has, the more difficult it is to temper chocolate with the, the oil. Um, it, it reacts weird, so you have to you have to use something. You have to use um, a conduit like coconut oil, like that. But other than that, I mean, like putting it in cookie dough is easy. But I, you know, you make butter. Do you prefer oils, tinctures, butters? Do you have a, a go-to? Um, well, I like butter when I'm making my own at home. I like butter. Um, and I like, because I like the process. I like my process. Like of, of going all the way through and making the butter too? Yeah. Yeah. Which is. I love making butter. Yeah, I do too. And I, I. I don't know if I necessarily, I've tried multiple ways. You you can tell me what you do, but I've tried the crock pot. I've tried slow boil, then, you know, setting and then sort of like straining out the, um, it's a, that's a long process, but you know, I don't have that butter, that magic butter machine. Do you have that machine? I don't. I'm, I like a stove top and a mason jar. You're old school. Okay. Okay. So tell me what you do. Oh man. First, I'm going to slow bake my flour. Oh, you winterize it. Yep. Then I'm going to put it with the butter in the mason jar on the stove for a a nice slow boil. I don't know, maybe a little over an hour, 10, hour 15, check in on it. After that, once I get closer to a color I like, then I'm straining out with um, cheesecloth. Yeah. Letting it set for a while and then kind of hopefully I've got my desired color. Yeah. It's very important to not heat it on high or Mm -hmm. get it up above. What is it like 250? Exactly. I bake in the oven on probably like a a 215 to 20 for for a good 30, 40 minutes. Um, But keep everything low and slow. See, I don't do I don't winterize my um, my shake, I guess. Um, I should. I just don't. Because <laughs> it's going to kill the house. It's going to everything. Everything in the house is going to smell like it. It's it's the smelliest part of the whole process. Yeah, but so what? It smells good. <laughs> My house smells like weed anyway. So what's the point? My entire building would at, at, it yeah. does at that point. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you talked about sitting outside in, in front of the pine with the family. I know a lot of people might be looking to make a stressful holiday gathering a little bit less stressful. You know, what do you like for, for like chilling out with the family? Something that, you know, a wide range of people can enjoy if, you know, cannabis is something they're interested in. Well, my entire family is stoners, so everybody brings their own weed and we all just smoke it. <laughs> my 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 Thanksgiving have been creeping towards that. I'm not going to put them all the way out here on the podcast, but the person I love most in this world has been getting into the edible game recently. I introduced her to some Mindy's in the last couple of years and, you know... She, she's older, so she still has to kind of slow play it. But now she got chocolate. She's got gummies. Yeah, she... I mean, my mom, my mom is she partakes. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was really funny. I gave her um, a canister, and my canisters are really hard to um, o- open. So she goes downstairs in her building, and the doorman, and the manager, and the maintenance guy—they're all trying to get the canister open. And finally, the the maintenance guy has to like pry it open with like, you know, and they're like, you know what, Shirley, that's my mom's name. She's like, we have a newfound respect for you. <laughs> We're on a new level. 
obviously you were one of the people in Chicago who, especially at a mainstream level, who's really pushing this forward in the last decade. Are there some other local chefs that people should check out? Well, there's, um, I'm so bad with names. I'm so terrible. But you know the guy, Manny. Is that his name? Yes. I mean, he's the man. Manny with herbal notes. Yes. Yeah. He does a lot of stuff. And he's very involved on the legal level. You know, he's very involved. I'm not so much, but he is. And I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah, Manny Mendoza puts together. I've I've been lucky to have some of his sort of curated uh, dishes. I've I've had some of his tacos at like uh, a community Black and Brown Unity concert. Yeah. Definitely one of the chefs people um, should check out. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, so much of our conversation is around holiday treats. Have you tried infusing like full holiday meals? And and if you uh, like, do you have an item maybe outside of the like gummy chocolate treat, uh, you know, maybe a mashed potato or mac and cheese or infused chicken? I don't um, I don't do savory food and edibles. But if I did my I've always wanted to make brioche with can of butter and like laminate it with butter that has, you know what I mean? And like make like almost like a croissant with, uh, with wheat, with can of butter. So I, I need my invite. Thing that, like I, 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 I want to do one day. It's on my, on my bucket list of things to bake, but pastries is my thing. So that's what I usually do. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of right now, I go to your website. I can see the gummies. I can see the chocolates, the brittles. Is there a plan to expand into baked goods one day. Am I going to be able to go get a, a, a Mindy's muffin that's going to smack me? A, a Mindy's. I t- mean, you never know. You never <laughs> know. There might be some stuff, but I right now I I I I don't know what's. I mean, we've worked on some other products, but they haven't come out. Um, you know, it's a very saturated market. It's very expensive to produce edibles, especially state by state, because of the fact that every state has different laws and it's. Not federally legal yet. And if it was federally legal, it would be better and, and it would bring down the price. But um, at this juncture, I really don't know. I'm hoping one day. Mindy Siegel, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for making time for CityCast. You have to come visit me. I am going to pull up on you. Okay, it's mandatory. Yes, ma'am. As we always remind you to keep up with the biggest daily headlines, head over to our website, chicago.citycast.fm. That's also where you can subscribe to our Hey Chicago newsletter and catch up on some old podcast episodes. You know I got some good news for you. Tickets are selling fast for next week's Debauchery Ball, a celebration of art, house music, and Black King. This annual event from Chicago's disco poet Kahari B is unlike any other in the city. You can check the show notes for more information. As always, I appreciate you for listening and reading. We're going to be back bright and early tomorrow. Hopefully you'll join us. And you know, bring some friends, some family, some co-workers, you know, the people you saw on the bus or the train, you know, whatever, just, just some new folks. I appreciate it. Peace. Ever since I met you at the hideout uh, for the Axios event and got to listen to a little bit of your story, uh, and you just seem like one of the coolest motherfuckers in Chicago. Uh, and so I really uh, wanted to talk oh, to yeah, you. Cool. Because My at this. <laughs>